In the previous Mishnah, we learned that if a particular bundle is situated in a field in a very significant place, or if there's something unique about that bundle, so since later on you're certainly going to remember it, if you momentarily forget it, we do not consider that a proper forgetting, and therefore it is not considered shikha. And in our Mishnah, we're going to see a couple more examples of that. For example, Rosh Hashurais, the ends of the rows. So if you imagine that you've got a long field, and there's one row in the field, and you forget the first one in the row, or the last bundle in the row. The halach is that those things are not shikha, and this is learned from Pesukim. The reason why the first one in the row is not considered shikha is because the Torah says, when you harvest and forget a bundle, then it's shikha. Which implies that only once you've begun the harvest, the bundles from that point on would be shikha but not the bundles before you even start the harvest. So since you only started from the second row, only bundles from that point onwards could be shikha. Now the reason why the last one in the row can't be shikha is because the Torah says, with regards to shikha bundles, that you can't go back to collect them. Now the last one in the row, it's not considered going back, you haven't been there yet, and therefore that would not be considered shikha. Now this is only true if there's just one row in the entire field. If there are lots of rows in the field, then for example the last bundle in the first row, that is shikha, because that's not the end. You carried on harvesting all of the second row, and therefore it would be considered like you're coming back to fetch that one. So that one would be shikha, but the first one still wouldn't be shikha. Anyways, the next Mishnah will go into this specific example, alright? The second example is Ha'omer, a bundle shekhnegdomochiach, where the bundle opposite or next to it, proves that it's not shikha. And what this means is, imagine you've got a field of 10 rows which each contain 10 bundles. And you start bringing in the bundles, and you bring in all the bundles of the first row, going from north to south, and you end up forgetting, let's say, the 10th bundle. So ordinarily that should be shikha. However, in our case, it's only considered forgotten if you look at it from a north to south direction. But technically, this person can now start harvesting, can now start bringing the bundles in an east-to-west direction. Which means that the bundle you forgot in the first row, that tenth bundle, is part of another row. And that row you haven't yet harvested, you haven't yet brought in the bundles. So therefore, this bundle is not yet considered shikha, because it is still part of a row from which the bundles have not been collected. And now we have the third example, A bundle which you took hold of in order to bring it to the city. So you want to take it out of the field. So you lifted it up and put it down somewhere else in the field. But you intend to take it out of the field. So as soon as you lifted it up to take it out of the field, it's no longer considered a bundle of the field. And therefore, shikha is not applicable to it. So in all these three cases, if you forget that bundle, Moidim, Beis Shana, and Beis Hillel agree, Sheino Shikha, that it's not shikha, even though in the previous Mishnah, Beis Hillel holds that that case would be shikha. In the cases of our Mishnah, it's not shikha, for the reasons which we explained earlier. Mishnah Dalad. Now the Mishnah explains the first example of our previous Mishnah. The following come under the category of the edges of the rows, the beginning and the end, such that if you forget a bundle over there, it would not be considered shikha. Mishnah Dalad. The following come under the category of Roshi Shurais, the edges of the rows which you mentioned in the previous Mishnah. It doesn't have to be that the first one in the row is at the edge of the field. It could be that you start harvesting in the middle of the field, and that will be considered your first row. So, Shanaim shows Chilu Me'emtza Ashura. If you have two workers who begin picking up the bundles, 
from the middle of a row. So let's say again there are 10 bundles in the row, and two workers walk to the fifth bundle, they face opposite directions, and walk towards the edge of the field in opposite directions, picking up the bundles. This one facing the north, this one facing the south. And they each forget a bundle in front of them. Meaning from the point that they start walking towards the edge of the field, one of the bundles between the middle and the end, they forget. So let's say one of them forgets bundle number three, and one of them forgets bundle number seven. And they also forget the bundle which was behind both of them. And that case would be where the first bundle is the one which they forgot. So let's say they were standing by the fifth bundle, and this one started picking up the sixth one, and the other guy started picking up the fourth one. But no one picked up the fifth one, they forgot that one. Says the Mishnah, The one which is in front of them, i.e. bundle number 7 and bundle number 3, that would be considered shikha, because they're walking normally and they forgot that bundle. But the one which was behind both of them, meaning the fifth one in our example, Eino shikha is not considered shikha because that comes under the category of Roshe Shurais, the edges of the rows, because that is the beginning of the row which they started from. That's the point where they started collecting the bundles, and therefore if they forget that first one, then it is not considered shikha. Now we go on to the second example which the previous Mishnah brought, and that was where even though a bundle was forgotten, if we view the field from the opposite direction, instead of north to south, we view it as east to west, so that row hasn't yet been collected and therefore it would not be considered shikha. And the Mishnah elaborates, If an individual, one worker this time, begins picking up the bundles from the beginning of a row, and he forgot a bundle at the end of that row, and I'm stressing the end of that row, and he also forgot a bundle behind him, and that just means he forgets a bundle as he's collecting, he misses one out. So the Mishnah says, The one which he forgot in front of him, meaning the one at the end of that row, is not considered shikha. The reason being, again, because it could be that he'll start picking up the bundles going in the opposite direction. Now, imagine if he had forgotten not the tenth one in the row, that last one, but imagine he had forgotten the third bundle in the first row. In that scenario, we can't say, oh, he might start picking up the bundles in the opposite direction, and therefore he deliberately left it there, and it's not considered forgotten, because there would be no reason to change direction specifically for the third row. It's only if it's at the end of the row that he might choose to change directions there. But he wouldn't do bundle number 1, 2, 4, 5, 6, etc. in the north to south direction, and then all of a sudden when it comes to the third row, he'd do it in the opposite direction. That wouldn't make sense. So it's only if it's the last one in the row that he leaves there that we can apply the logic that he might change direction, and therefore it is not considered shikha. And continues the Mishnah of Shikha, the one which he forgets behind him. And in this case, that just means normal, a normal case of Shikha, such as that third bundle, that would be considered Shikha, because it does come under the category of Baltoshev, which refers to the Posuk which says, You shall not return to pick up that bundle. Zehaklo, this is the rule. Kolshub Baltoshev, anything which comes under the category of Baltoshev, meaning it's considered as if you're going back to where you were. Shikha, that is considered shikha, but something which is not considered that you're going back to where you were, where you forgot it before, in a shikha, that would not be considered shikha, and that is basically summarizing the past couple of Mishnayas and the reasons which we explained. Mishnahe, as we have seen before, something which is very significant cannot become shikha. And one application of this is that if there are lots of bundles which are forgotten, then the mere number makes them significant, such that they will not be considered shikha. Now the question is, what is that number? So according to the first opinion of our Mishnah, which is based Hillel, if two bundles are forgotten, then it's still considered shikha. But if there are three ones which are forgotten, and this is talking about where they are forgotten very close by, 
one after the other. So there are three consecutive bundles which are forgotten, so they're considered significant, and therefore in on shikha, they are not considered shikha. Similarly, shneit sibri zisim v'charuvin, two piles of olives and carobs, shikha, that would be considered shikha. And this is even though they're in piles, because like we explained at the end of the previous perek, if produce is gathered into piles, but those piles are later going to be gathered into a bigger pile, so then the first small piles are just considered like halfway towards the big pile. And therefore, if any produce was forgotten at that stage, and they were forgot, they hadn't been in- made into those small piles, then it will be not, it will not be considered shikha, since those piles are not the final stage of the processing of the produce. Okay, and Ashleisha, if there are three of them, three of these small piles in on shikha, they will not be considered shikha if they are all next to each other. Shnehut snepishton, two stalks of flax, shikha that is considered shikha, Ushleisha in on shikha. If there are three stalks, then again, it is not shikha. Now the truth is, this is not just for shikha. The same applies to leket. But before we mention that, we're going to mention a type of leket which only applies to one species, and that is a vine. A grapevine. If individual grapes fall off the grapevine, that has a special name which is called peret, which is basically leket just for grapes. So Schneegagrim, if two individual grapes fall off, then it's considered peret, but peret, if three fall off, then it's not considered peret anymore, rather the owner can keep them. And now we come to leket, Shteshabolim. Two stalks, leket, will be leket, but again, if there, are th- if there are three of them in on leket, then it is not considered leket. That is the opinion of Beis Hillel. But on all of these Beis Shammai say that it's one more. If there are three of them which are forgotten or which fall down, then they go to the poor people because they are considered shikha or peret or leket. Only if there are four which are next to each other, only then could the owner keep them. Now the reason for these exact numbers is explained by the Yerushalmi, and that is that according to Beis Hillel, the maximum number which can be shikha is two. Because the Torah says, mm-hmm. You should leave them for the poor person and the convert. So one for the poor person and one for the convert makes two. However, according to Be Shammai, it's three because another Pesach says, So the gifts should be for the convert, for the orphan and the widow. So over there, there are three people mentioned, and therefore three could still be shikha, one for each of these three people, and it would only be if there are four, that it would not be considered shikha, peret, or leket. And by the way, Beis Hillel reject Beis Shammai's proof, because according to Beis Hillel, an orphan and a widow comes under the same category, of a poor person. That's a common case given for a poor person, and therefore even that pasuk is really giving two different people, a convert and a poor person, and therefore only if there are two would it be shikha, but if there are three it would not be considered shikha, according to Beis Hillel. Mishnevov, despite the numbers given in the previous Mishnah, we're now going to see a case where even if there's just one bundle, and only that is forgotten, it will still not be considered shikha. A bundle which contains two sa'ah of wheat. That's 12 ka, that's a large amount. And you forget that bundle, says the Mishnah, it is not considered shikha. And the reason for this is because the Torah says, what is shikha? It's when when you forget a bundle. But such a big bundle of produce is no longer really considered a bundle, it's considered a big stack of grain, or whatever produce it will be. It is now what is called a godish, a stack as opposed to a bundle. And for that reason, shikha would not apply to it. Another reason is because the Pesach says, You shouldn't go back to take it, to take the shikha, which implies that it's something which can be taken easily just by one person. But a stack which contains two sa'ar, cannot be taken by one person, it would require two people to really take it and carry it and transport it. So for that reason too, this huge bundle would not be considered shikha. 
Now, what happens if there are Shnei Amorim, Uvohem Sosayim? There are two bundles which together make up two Sa'a. So Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel says, The owner can keep it because there are two Sa'a, and even though it's not in one big bundle, even if there are two, it's still considered a big stack. Even if they are technically two separate bundles, but the Chachom say, these two bundles, Loaniyim, go to the poor people. They are considered Shikha. Because according to the Chachomim, this is no longer considered a stack. Because each bundle by itself is not large enough. So it's like a normal case where two bundles are forgotten, and therefore it is Shikha. Now let's see the reasons which we just described are going to be discussed now in the Mishnah. From an abundance of bundles, meaning by adding more bundles, does that strengthen the position of the owner, or does it weaken his position? Meaning, the more bundles that he forgets, in general, does that make him in a stronger position to allow him to keep them, or does it make him in a weaker position that they are more likely to go to the poor people? So Omre the Chacham said back to him, of course, it strengthens his position. Like we saw in the previous Mishnah, the more bundles that he forgets, the less likely it is to go to the poor people. Because if he forgets two, it goes to the poor people. But if he, get, if he forgets three, or Shama, if he forgets four, then he can keep it. So the more bundles there are, the less shikha-like it is. Oh, so if that's the case, Omalahem, Rabbi Gamliel said to them, If in a situation where there is just one bundle, and within that one bundle is two sa'ah, if he forgets it, it's not considered shikha, meaning he can keep it. So then, two bundles, which according to the logic we just said, since there are more bundles, it should be more likely to go to the owner. So all the more so, if there are two sa'ah within those two bundles, is it not all the more so? that they should not be considered shikha. Now you should note that when the Mishnah says the word din, in most cases it means that it's making a kalvachomer argument. That if this is true in this scenario, then all the more so should be true in another scenario. So the code word for a kalvachomer in the Mishnah is usually the word din. Be it as it may, Omrulay the Chacham said back to him, No, no, you've got it all wrong. The whole reason why such a big bundle is not considered shikha is because like it's a, it's like a stack. So now that you're splitting the stack, the entire reason falls apart. If you said the halacha with regards to one bundle, that it's not considered shikha because it's a stack, as opposed to a bundle, then can you now extend that halacha to where there are two bundles that they are considered like bundles and not like a stack? Of course you can't. The whole reason is that it's such a big bundle. So as soon as it's a smaller bundle, the entire reason falls apart. And that is why the Chachom said that it is considered shikha if there are two bundles which together make up two sa'ah.